the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. This program is recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts, Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayat. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Now, let's join our hosts in the Healthcare Now studios. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones. We've got another beautiful uh, evening here. We're going to chat about all things healthcare. And we're getting closer and closer to the holidays, yep, Dr. Mark. Can't avoid them. Can't yep. avoid them. That's yeah. right. And you can't mistake that you're yep. getting closer and closer to the holidays. I by know. If you uh, watch any TV ads or yep. drive along the road. It's or everywhere. See, it's, it yeah. is everywhere. Are you, are you staying in town for the holidays this year? Uh, yes, yes, we yep. should be in we town. We are as well. Yep, yep. Now that, this, Nothing this better one. than sunny Florida. Exactly, exactly. No no reason. Yeah. We're going to go look for some snow in February, yeah. but uh, not, nothing yeah. nothing over the uh, holidays here. That's why the 74 million people last year came to Orlando. Did you know that we had that kind of... A, it seemed like they were all here in one day. Yeah, they were all... They and are, they yeah, all drive on yeah. I-4 and without a driver's license. Well, I too. tell you, the uh, my my son that's going to school up in uh, FSU, when, yep. he, when he left after Thanksgiving on mm-hmm. Sunday... It almost doubled his travel time. Oh, yeah. I've, and I've, I've had nine-hour trip from Tallahassee when my daughter was there years yep, ago. Yep, and then yep. then my uh, sister, when she's gone, she, this year she didn't, but when she's here and leaves, she had 12 hours to Atlanta one time. It was it was just uh, – And that's a seven-hour yeah, ride. Yeah, seven, seven and a half best, hour, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. So it is hours. kind of crazy, and, and everybody tries to avoid it, but, I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? You know, yeah. when, when – Everybody's going to leave on Sunday. They're not going to leave on Monday. And or everybody's Saturday. coming up that I seventy five corridor from Georgia into Florida. Yep, indeed, indeed. Right. We're going to see a lot of that. So stay yep. sa- safe on the highways yep. and stay off the highways if you can. And kids are out of school beginning next week. Yes, yes, they are. They are. So they you got to be careful. Yep, yep. yep. But you uh, know, Doctor Mark, let, let's talk about some of the f- most common holiday emergencies. You know, last week we talked about the common reasons why people go to the ER. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about some specific common holiday emergencies that, that are pretty prevalent over the holidays. Okay, let's do it. You know, the first one, believe it or not, is falls when decorating. No, I mean, it makes sense. If you yeah. drive around your neighborhood and you have all the, you see the folks with their Lights. ladder. Yep. And they, they may, that right. may be the first and yep. only time in the year that they bring their ladder out. That's right. And we used to see a lot of uh, ladder injuries, people uh, trying to, Cut, oh, yeah. down, cut down yeah. limbs and I mean some really serious or, or hanging serious lights stuff. on their roof. Yeah, I mean really, yeah. really serious, yeah. serious falls. Yeah. But but it is it's sort of a uh, rite of passage. Just, yeah. I, I can tell you my it is my brother in law yeah. does it and and he has had uh, I've turned turned my back and he's had my boys on his roof. Oh wow! Stuff. Now fortunately it's a one story. Yeah, um, and, yeah. and they have pretty okay. hard heads. Yeah. So so far we haven't had any problems and they're, well, they're kind of years now. ago when I turned fifty I decided no more putting up lights I'll hire somebody to do it. Now, I think it's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. So I uh, yeah we, we've we've got in the neighborhood some some of the folks they do, that the services that come out and they do quite a job. That's what we do. They yeah. they actually come out and put them up and take them down. Yeah, that's nice. That's you nice. Know. Do they change them up every year? Or? Uh, yep, we do. Yeah, nice. well, we have to buy the lights, but uh, we tell them lights. what we want to okay. put up. Yeah, okay, but, cool. But they did a really nice job this year. Nice, and it's not that expensive 
No, it seems like yeah. a lot of companies that do other things yeah. throw that in. I know yeah. that the uh, the the guys that do the mosquito spray stuff. Yep. They yep. also now well, actually do this is the guy that takes care of my yard, there my landscaping go. company. There you go. And so. just to give you an idea, he charges me three hundred dollars. Well. Yeah. To come out and put them up and bring Jeez. them and come down and take them down. No, that's a bargain. I know. That's a crazy yeah. bargain. Versus a ER visit? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I hope he's not going to listen today because he may listen and get... He may get, up yeah, my price He may up your year. price or, or, or jump right. out of the business. Yeah. All right. What else you got you know, after the falls? The second falls? one, believe it or not, I was a little surprised. Food poisoning, Dr. Mark. Hmm. Is that the desserts or what's going on there? I, no. I wouldn't imagine it is. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you always, you always look at the... Uh, Fish and potato yeah. salad, but that yeah. doesn't really uh, well, fit in the uh, Christmas holidays. Well, if you remember when we looked at what the some of the main reasons for ER visits across the country, food poisoning was like number three or four. Well, poisoning all, yeah, it was yeah. poisoning all together. Yeah. Yeah. Poisoning, so, yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know why that would be up in the holidays, and I guess if uh, if people are forgetting their how, how they're uh, making their apple pie well, well, and, and driving it from that, Atlanta, you know, that maybe was the that's thing it. that I was thinking of. People make desserts, put them in their car, yep. take them with them. And they spoil before they can get to where they're going. So you just got to go to Costco That's right. and pick up the Costco dessert and After bring it right over. There. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. No, that should, those yeah. should be easily yeah. avoidable. The third one, Dr. Mark's kind of interesting, kitchen mishaps. I will tell you, in my kitchen, you know, mm-hmm. I, I keep some Dermabon skin glue because, yep. you know, we do Thanksgiving at our house. Yep. And then when we do Christmas over at the uh, in-laws, I'll bring it because right. somebody right. nips a finger. Oh yeah, I mean it yep. is it is super common. Now that's cutting not turkey, something you don't have to ham. go to the ER with, hopefully. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yep, they're definitely definitely I can see that happening. Yeah. Well, the thing that I thought is kitchen mishaps. People spend a lot more time in the kitchen during the holidays than they do on a normal day. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's really that, that activities with sharp things, you know, yeah. dropping things yeah. and whatnot, yeah. and too many people in the yeah. kitchen probably. And this next one is pretty obvious. Mental health crisis, Doctor Mark. Yeah, I really was thinking that would be on. I mean, I don't know if Almost these are in order. One. Yeah. yeah, are these in yeah. order of one to five? No, or they no, were just top just, five. Okay, just comment. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. think that this is the 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 number one. Yeah, um, it certainly it it may not result necessarily in emergency room visits, uh, but that's that's certainly we hear about that a lot during Loneliness, this time of year. We talked isolation. a lot about it last week. We do, and, and I did a little research to uh-huh. give you this number: forty-four million people in the U.S including 13 million children, are what they consider food insecure. Yep. Oh, you jump, okay, jumping over yeah. to food insecurity yeah. there. Well, but I'm yeah, really yeah. talking mental health yeah, issues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know. Well, that's yeah, not which, mental health. That's, that's totally Well, it's yeah, true, yeah, totally but it's different. all social determinants yeah. of health. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I do want to point out the, the food insecurity mm-hmm. is not on the, on the mental health side. It's right, just a way right. to define if you don't get three meals a day, you have, you, have, you have food yeah. insecurity. Yeah. Good point. But, yeah. Good point. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, but mental health is definitely uh, it's been it's been on the rise for a lot of reasons that we picked up on. Yeah. And but yeah. now add to that the holidays. It's a really really tough yeah. time. And if you remember, even though mental health is is listed here, it's our number one ER visit reason uh, around the, across the year. Yeah, across the year, right? Across right. the year, uh, yeah, yeah. It out it out it out, uh, outpaced back yeah. pain, um, sort of in the uh, in the uh, epidemic yeah. or the yeah. pandemic era. So. Yeah. All right, and, the, and, the, and then the last one, one yep. is a very obvious one, particularly we, on I four. Yeah, we kind of were uh, traffic talking accidents. about that traffic yeah. accidents. Yep, and that's just has to do with more people and driving in yep. places they're not yep. as familiar with. Yep. Just a higher density, yep. but uh, yep. definitely something something to be careful of. And people traveling the week of Christmas you know, people, and New Year's. People are shopping, and you see that. They so are. even though school's going to be out, you're not going to see the drop in traffic that we usually do. Yep. 
and uh, or, or when it goes back in rather. Yeah. But it, the you're really going to see lots of people everywhere I go. I, I actually I get kind of uh, kind of turned into the Grinch a bit during this time of year when I have to get out and try to do my normal stuff, and it's definitely not normal traffic flow. Oh, yeah. it, it okay. gets, well, gets if, you. if you were even around the malls during Thanksgiving. Like Black Friday in the in the following week, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like during Christmas. You know, when they added the whole Cyber Monday thing, and then now yeah. people do Black Friday yeah. on Monday. You know, oh, yeah. on, on exactly. the previous Monday, it, it's not as bad. I went to pick up one thing at a store just because I was in the area, and it wasn't bad at all on Black yeah. Friday. I wow. was really surprised. But uh, yeah, it's tough. and that was yeah. and it was in a, in a real you know, by, down by Millennia, so it was in a yeah. bus, busy area. But I think Very that's, busy that's gotten. I think that's gotten better, and I I can only say the reason is that the the commercial marketeers there have figured out that if they expand those sale times, they're going to send sell more and make more. Right. Um. And so I think that's that's yeah. really that's really the only answer there. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. So All right. Well, that, that's so that's okay. We can move off of our yeah. of our holiday spirit yeah. thing. Move back into this. That was that was really. Uh, yeah. I think we were really pulling a stretch there to to create some some holiday and attach it to healthcare. Yep. But and I think did. you did it. You yep. did it. Okay. And you know that uh, another interesting. You know, we talk about cost of employed healthcare today. Yep. Uh-huh. <clears throat> the Kaiser Foundation reported just recently that the rise in U.S. employer sponsored health insurance is about seven seven and a half percent for this year. Okay. And again, that's lower than your double digit. But the problem is the cost of individual is almost $8,500, Dr. Mark, and the cost of a family of four is almost $24,000. Yes, oh, for the year. Yeah. For the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. individual. I, that's I, two grand a month. Right, yeah. Yep. Yep. Which is about right. Yep, yeah. that's exactly right. Now, I was actually looking at the uh, ACA and looking at what some of the differences are. Yep. Not a huge jump, yep. but there was about a, a 12 to 15% increase yep. in premiums. Mm-hmm. Um, and then looking at the subsidies, not a huge drop. It seems like it kind of held out about the same too. And I, I'm not sure. I think I, I was just expecting more of a drop on the subsidies. You know, after the you know Bi- Biden's accommodations got pulled out, right? True. And, and, and after I, the national yeah, public emergency. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah. I I'm not sure if I was seeing something pre pre national emergency yeah. funding and then after. Yeah. But it was about a savings for somebody typically who's under the you know just yeah. just at the poverty line right. is looking at a, a savings of about five hundred dollars a month right. right right and most of the time that's going to get them down to a zero payment yeah well you know the the public emergency really affected the Medicaid population much right. more than ACA and, and but there, regular but, insurance but wasn't part of it some additional subsidies to the ACA uh, there were that was actually happened last November right. That yeah. was that was yeah. separate to it before yeah. the end of the year. And, but that yeah. that yeah. was pulled. That dropped as well. Though. That did drop as well. But yeah, yeah I just yeah. didn't Good notice point. it. Yeah. Just didn't notice that as much. Yeah. But but the I will say you know uh, the ACA website um, is is definitely they they've got it figured out. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the technology is has is yeah. much better. I know when it when it first hit the hit the ground, it was yeah. the worst thing ever, and that, that really crushed. It did. well, it, it any, actually anything. blew up the website. It did. It yeah. absolutely yeah. did. And it took several years for it to be worth anything. Right. Uh, right. And now they, they've got it down. Um, so, I, so I think yeah. sp- spending money where it's yeah. most important to make that easy. The, the issue is you still got about 75% of people that sign up for ACA get some type of subsidy. If right. not a lot. It could be 90 95% right. to where your premium's $25 a month. Right. The issue there, Dr. Mark, is how long can we 
sustain oh, that. And what happens? So the, and that's all based on, yeah. okay, so if you're signing up for 2024, your subsidy is based on an estimate of what you make in 2024. That's right. And today, that's pretty hard to do. And if somebody overshoots that estimate, they're not getting money back, right? right. But if they underestimate, they may be paying money back. Is that yep. correct? That's correct. And is that has has that followed through? Because I know when when the whole Obamacare thing started, you'll you'll recall that there was a, a message that if you didn't if you were uninsured, you were going to get fined. Yep. And then the IRS came out and said, "We're that not." That was fi- unconstitutional. Yeah, it's they like we're, we're, we yep. can't do that. We don't have a way to do that, and right. we're not allowed to do that. That's right. So with this, is it the IRS that is, or the or the well, at ACA the end of the itself. year, you still have to sign your um, your tax return. Tax tell return what you saying that you had you were insured during the year. Right. You're, right. But yeah. but but again. But if, I don't think you, there's a penalty. There's no penalty. That right. That, right. That, right. That was that was the whole thing. It's still it's still there. I think there's that's still, just data collection now. Yeah. But but skip yeah. that. Let's say that you earn more money than you expected. Right. And you are they going to come back? They say they're going to come back and take some of your subsidy. Well, have they? Do they have a mechanism to actually do that? I don't think that. I don't think it's a rolling. I think it's year to year. They go by what your actual income yeah. tax showed, well, and that's well, what you qualify for the following year. Right. Well, that's they actually don't. They they actually look at it going forward. So, and and there's a statement there that says that if you earn more than that, you may owe us money back. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. it was a statement on the yeah. ACA, yeah. a yeah. disclaimer on right. the ACA. Yeah, because so, okay. so one of our one of our listeners asked me about it, and I didn't know, so that's why I went on and looked at it. And but my curiosity was, and then if you just you know, follow the web and, and look and, and ask that question. Yep. It's going to say that, that, yeah, that happens. But my curiosity is, does it actually happen? Or is right. that just right. the policy and there's no real setup yeah. to carry out that policy? Because that's the way a lot of the ACA stuff works. Yeah, you know? exactly. Good conversation, Dr. Mark. You know, when we come back, we've got a lot to talk about today. But one thing we're going to talk about is, are women living longer than men? We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You have found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios. We're going to pick up here on segment two, and you left us with a teaser. I'm, I'm I waiting that I, I got. I got to know the answer. So, talk to me about this life expectancy of men well, versus women. Right. Well, the Journal of the American Medical Association Internal Medicine revealed that life expectancy of men in the U.S. is now nearly six years shorter than that of women. The widest gap we've seen in over 30 years, Dr. Mark. Right. And it's been in the in modern times, it's always been a gap. It's usually yeah. four to six, you know, somewhere Two around to four to three years. Yeah. Now it's almost. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it's like, yeah, 5.9 5. 5. years. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I wonder if that is as everyone starts. And we've talked about how this data 
comes about that it's really more important looking yep. at infant mortality than exactly. anything else exactly but but when we look at the average life expectancy for by gender you know i wonder if it's that as things go up you know there's yep. more of a disparity well you know what i thought that the one of the they gave three or four reasons right but one of the big one is something that we talk about all the time and that's chronic metabolic disease dr mark right right, right. we talk about it all the time on this show well, I'm just going to plug what we always, always talk yeah. about, and that is, you know, the things that you need to know. You need to go to your annual visit. You need to know your numbers. Yep. And men are fantastically bad at that. That's right. And by by gender discrepancy here, women are much more likely to see their primary yep. care yep. and continue to see their primary care, yep. whereas men are much less likely to do so. Yep. So at the Bottom line of things, I mean, if, if we're trying to use this statistic to motivate anyone, right. that's what it is, that, that men are more likely to ignore symptoms and not go see their doctor than women. Yeah. Well, that also, that 5.9-year uh, gap was also impacted during the pandemic, which evidently affected more men than women from mortality rates. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah I didn't, I don't know if I followed up on the, if there was, yeah. I don't know that it was the, from COVID itself. Yeah. I thought the uh, gender just differential was as about well the same. As well as COVID nineteen, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm wondering if it was just other things in in relationship to that. That if there yeah. were more men that lost jobs in the workplace than women. Yeah. I mean, I'm just you know yep. spitballing. But yeah, because I don't I don't recall the data of death rates being that much yeah. higher in males. Well, you hit the nail on the head. JAMA, the result of this article, basically talked about the importance and emphasis of preventative care, Doctor Mark. There you go. Okay, makes sense. We do it every day with our patients. Yep. Yeah. I mean, well, we and we do it yep. on the show. That's what we're. That's, that's what right. we talk about. Right. And if, if there's a if there's a message that we tout the most that that's going to be the most benefit to our listeners, I think it's that. I think that yep. it's that you know if you set up your healthcare plan that includes that annual visit and then literally the annual visit, a big part of that is if you've got that relationship with your yep. physician or your, your care provider, they're going to come out. And, and talk about a plan to say, well, yep. what are we going to do this year? Right. 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 And that can include things like looking towards longevity mm-hmm. by saying, you know, we could probably curb down on the weight, could probably right. see if we can back off on this or, or try to do that. Right. And, and to be fair, Larry, that's why people don't go. That's right. But nobody know, wants Dr. to Martin, hear that I got to natu- do this. No, I agree. But there's a natural fix to that. And medicine is becoming more transforming every day. Do you realize with the shortage of primary care now, uh, virtual services have become as much as 17% of the overall healthcare today. I mean, that's going to help for access. That's yep. going to, you know, take away that, uh, you know, I don't want to go sit in the waiting room. I don't want to do yep. this. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, I don't know that it's going to move the needle on those chronic conditions and work out. You've yep. got, you've got to sit down. I think they should continue to do it. It should be, it should be a, even yep. a higher number, but, and it will be. Yep. Uh, but but I think that's that's well, super 73% important. Seventy three percent of physicians today indicated that they are using telehealth more than they've ever had in their practice. No, I'm sure because and a I huge number. That's a good number. Well, most of them didn't use it. That's right. The majority. Oh, one percent prior yeah, to the exactly. pandemic. Yeah, so, that's right. So that's a pretty yeah. easy number yeah, to, to bump is. up. Yeah. And hopefully it'll just continue. They're still struggling on how to make it work. I think yeah. a lot of yeah. docs are doing it. At the end of their day, well, there's been some legislative and regulatory barriers as well. Yes, they weren't. Yeah. I mean, people yeah. weren't getting paid initially, and it's even a payment issue. Yeah. It will be as of December 31st. Yes, exactly. Because they gonna don't drop change through. it. Yep. That's right. Yeah. I, I think it's going to come through. I think they're going to come through with that because it really doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense not to. 
exactly. now, if you look from the insurance company's standpoint, and for that matter, from the government standpoint, yeah. I mean, they are seeing more visits, which mm-hmm. does increase the cost yep. to them, not to the not to the that's patient. Right. That's right. However, they know that's how things get better. That that's they right. know if we can fix it on the front end, it's going to cost a lot less on yeah. the back end. Well, so I can't see anybody arguing that this is a bad thing. Yeah. They have. They would have to say it's ineffective. Yeah, and it's not. So well, just think about when you were practicing. If you had a check in with your patient, you may end up have avoided an ER visit. Right. Oh, hundred percent. That's simple. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, for that matter, like when people, when when physicians that spend time in in both the hospital and the office have to split that. Yep. I mean, it's those days that the doctor's not in the office that people show up in the ER. And sometimes they come to the ER to see to see you because that's yeah, where you are, yeah. and that that's just not a not a healthy financial use yeah. of of that care. And in the in the movement during healthcare, they're really looking to <clears throat> get congressional support yes. to make virtual care a permanent fixture yeah. of medicine. So who's moving forward? Who is not interested in that, Larry? <clears throat> I mean, is it is it the hospitals? Is it well? The problem is a lot of the states regulate this, mm-hmm. and the feds don't have power over the states. And if you remember when the pandemic got hot and heavy and then it started, the national public emergency started ending, some of the states said, well, if you're an out-of-state physician, you can't do a telehealth call in my state well, that without was, being – Yeah, that was even uh, beforehand. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so it's kind of really yeah, started with radiology. Okay. So, so re- there were radiologists that were licensed in multiple That's states true. but yep. were physically not in those states. Right. right. And so they, they loosened up on that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, but I can't see. I, I hear what you're saying that it, that mm-hmm. it's can't. It's not necessarily federal regulation, right? Uh, it would be for Medicare. Oh yeah, right. It would be and uh, Medicaid, uh, Medicaid to yeah. an extent, right? Because yeah. because yeah. the, the states can still decide they can That's opt right. in or opt That's out. Right. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, who would be against it? It's gonna it's gonna save time, money, lives. I mean, it, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen. Yeah. Maybe we need to do a deeper dive and see what what kind of legislation goes against yeah. that because it really, yeah. it really makes it makes great sense to continue it. And in fact, it they've got good data when it yeah. was mandatory or yeah. was covered, and that data supports the fact that we should continue. Yeah. And you know, not just talking telehealth, but overall, you know, when you look at what's happened in Medicaid with the redeterminations when the public health emergency ended in April. There have been a, almost 12 million Medicaid beneficiaries have been removed from the roles of Medicare, right. Medicaid, Medicaid, and Florida. I think ended up with about 1.7 million of those. Right, and and we've yeah. talked about this, at, and it, most of those people are folks that didn't opt in for coverage. Period. That's right. And then when it became free, yeah. they thought, okay, we'll give yeah. this a try until yeah. it's not free anymore. And yeah. I don't think. It, it's just it's just like when we were following the ACA and, and the yeah. needle really wasn't moving on people right. signing up. Right. And the idea was that we saturated the market with everybody who yeah. wanted to be involved. Right. Because there's a percentage of the population. That's right. I think it's twelve yeah. to seventeen percent that will tell you I don't want to have health exactly. insurance. Exactly. And and I think we're back to that. We're just seeing a swing back yeah. to that number. They were just enrolled because they could. Yeah, they could. Well, they, and, the, and it was really a low. Yeah. It was but, really a low. Yeah. Low, uh, yeah, pick up to do it right. right? It right. was super easy to oh, do easy. it. And once you're in, you're in for yeah, three you, years. And you didn't, yeah, yeah, you didn't have to re up. You didn't have to show no any copays. I mean, yeah, with it, but yeah, it was, but it was really is, almost Dr. too Mark, easy. The feds pay about fifty percent of the Medicaid spending, and the states finance so the remainder. Other, sure. So the feds feel like that this idea of these drop offs mm-hmm. have been abused among many states. Actually, Florida being one of them. 
and there's some that were legislation purposely yeah, knocking them off. Yeah, and that they didn't give them the they didn't give them the warning. Didn't yeah. give them warning and get, didn't give them substantial information and direction how to re-enroll. I, I'm not really buying that because I'm not because we weren't even paying attention and we heard about it time and time yeah. again. And I know that I know that we're in the in the business and we we pay more attention to those things. But but I got to tell you, it was all over ads it was all over the newspaper yeah. oh it was yeah i'm here in florida so and we I, talk so I don't about really it all the that. time on the radio yeah, exactly but the issue is they're trying to pass a law in congress that penalizes a state a hundred thousand dollars a day oh, if they don't correct the actions that they did not take in enrolling to this to the satisfaction of the feds yeah that's that's not going to pass yeah i mean that's not going to pass because that so that's what, what your number well it's not even that it's yep. that 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 it's too subjective and the states are the states and they're not going to right. they're, they're not going to let their legislators that they elected exactly. and put into washington yep. get behind and say yeah we we want you to tell us if we're doing a good job because there is no way – there are a number of things that our government does well and a number of things they do not do well. Right. And one of the things they don't do well is report carding on state activities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to go from every state, right? Yeah. I mean, they, there may be some that they've got locked down, but that that that's not going to make it. So that concerns me. So if that's what they're pushing for, well, yeah, then then they're going to get pushback. And, and the states, uh, when they – said, you know, push back on the feds. Right. The feds came back and the states came back and said significant administrative uh, issues with the feds. Right. So they're, they're pointing yeah. fingers, pointing at, fingers each at each other. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I think this is just the natural evolution of something that, that sort of gave them a handicap and yep. took it away. Yep. And those folks weren't, they yep. just were not interested yep. Well, you and, know, it's interesting. I heard uh, in that debate the other night, the Republican debate, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it was uh, DeSantis or um, who's the lawyer on there from New Jersey? Uh, you're not, you can't, that's, you know, I don't yeah. watch those debates. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Christie. Uh, oh, yeah. Gov- yeah, Gov- yeah, Gov- yeah. They made a statement that the ACA has not been expanding in states. That is as absolutely false. It's not true. Yeah. When the states knew these heavy Medicaid plans knew that there was the, the public health emergency was going to end. Right. They all joined the ACA to expand that product line. And it's been expanded to millions of people. in this Oh, country. yeah. No, and, and we report on that yeah, uh, over and yeah. over. Cause- and, then, and they made the statement on the. Thing that it hadn't been expanded. No, nah, yeah, they don't know what that's, they're talking about. No, that's in fact that's not true. Most of the times when I hear a politician talk about health care, they're pretty much making an incorrect yeah. statement. Because, and, and <laughs> I mean, we can't speak for New Jersey, but we can speak no. for Florida for facts. And you yeah. just mentioned it a few minutes ago: how many additional yeah. lives from Florida, yeah. and then and how many Medicare or I'm sorry, Medicaid yeah. lives that were got kicked off. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's garbage. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm afraid. But you know that's that's uh that's why I don't watch the debates, Larry. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I'll tell you when I did watch the that was the fourth debate, the Republican debate. And the bottom line is these guys they're down to four people. Oh yeah, they were down. I think they started with like twelve. Yeah, they and well, now they whittle well, it down they, based well, on had, the amount of money they, they make. So, they, they they started with so many people that they yeah. couldn't put them all on one. That's stage, right. That's right. And and could, then, or he yeah. couldn't even answer yeah. a question. Yeah. Now they're down to four. It was a little more constructive, but they were screaming at each other. Pointing fingers and and half the information that came out of these people isn't true anyway. Yeah, no, it's, that's why we don't talk politics. That's why I know. Yeah, that's, that's it's right. frustrating. We got yeah. we we definitely we definitely need a better system yeah. for all this. 
Well, Larry, that was a that was we went everywhere from from uh, holidays yep. to uh, Republican yep. presidential debates. So I think we covered sure. the gamut. We I think did. I think we should hang it up. I think so. Back with more healthcare now soon. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, and we're going to pick up a little discussion on, uh, I think we're going to stay away from the holiday talk and yep. uh, jump right into something. I know you, you brought it up off off, uh, off the mic here yeah. and told me about this because you know I'm going to really enjoy it. Oh, so I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to let you kick it off. In fact, I'm not so sure it hadn't impacted you over your career as well. Right, I bet. The bottom line is we had a large health system here in Orlando that um, was a big, you know, they own about 40% of the cardiology practices in Orlando. Yes, right. Well, 27 of their cardiologists left their hospital-owned employment right. to go on with a private venture capital group. Yep. And those 27 doctors represented almost 50,000 patients. Yep, yep, big group. It was and a big group. Well, it, so, well the, back, the backstory on that, right, is that uh-huh. this was a group that was one of the Early groups yes. purchased by that that center Very early. and was with probably them probably ten years ago. No, yeah. more I think. Was it yeah, more than that? More than okay. ten? Oh, definitely okay. more. Okay. So more like fifteen, okay. fifteen to eighteen years yeah. ago. Yeah. And so they were sort of the initial large group that this yeah. this organization had yeah. purchased. And this is and right. the, this is also the first yeah. large group that has right. left en masse. Right. So all these patients are going back to their normal their office, it's cardiac yeah, office, office visit, they and to. they come in and they see a different doctor. Or a nurse practitioner, whatever, and so they ask, "Well, where's my doctor?" Right, and they get every they get everything from, "Well, he retired, <laughs> he left the state," yeah, or we can't tell you where he went. Yep. Well, I, I've heard stories yeah. from, and actually, this particular story I think comes from, uh, I don't know, I don't know which system it was, but mm-hmm. a, a, just a single physician that left one hospital group. And went to another hospital group, mm-hmm. and their their medical practice was in a in a, a medical building, okay. and this person actually just moved one floor. Yeah, oh, cha- changed. And I know that sounds yeah. funny, but the medical building had right. had people from both yeah. hospital systems, so okay. left one floor, and and people would go up to, and, and the desk was instructed to say that we don't know where he is. That's right. And he was literally, right. literally right. a floor away. Yeah. And and what happened there was the patients would go downstairs and they'd look at the look at the directory and they'd see their doctor's name on a different floor yeah. and go see him and they were yeah. furious. Yeah. I mean that yeah. really hit him quickly. Yeah. This is going to be like it's going to work because yeah. Yeah. you're going to have a certain percentage that if they did if they don't have the doctor's cell phone number. That's right. They're just going to go. Or the doctor oh, well. didn't tell him he was leaving. Well, they're not allowed to. And the, that's right. They're and not so, allowed to. So let me give you two things. The chief medical officer of this large health system was quoted in the paper that these patients, it was our moral duty 
an obligation to keep them in a system that already knew their information, yet lying to the patients about the doctor. The second one, a physician that stayed with the cardiology group made the statement, well, you know, it was really on the doctors that left because they should have told their patients where they were going. And he knows, even making that statement to the newspaper, it was against their no-compete to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't, yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't expect the leadership on either side to say anything differently. Yeah. Because, you, yeah. Know, you know, you, you kind of, you, you, you see the argument where the hospital system genuinely feels like that's in the best interest, interest of the patient. But... Right, there's there's a financial barrier there that that you know both sides are competing because they both feel yeah. that way. They both feel like their yeah. way is the best yeah. way for the patient. Yeah. And to be fair, it's probably a wash. Well, one of the patients, particularly uh, evidently a very reputable guy here in Orlando, he got in the middle of this and he says, "You have no right to deny me my doctor." And then they responded to him, "It's not our job to tell you where your doctor went." I guess it's not. <laughs> it's 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 probably it's not uh, very neighborly to not. But no, uh, you oh, know. I think it's completely unethical. Dr. Yeah, Martin. no, it's it yeah. is. It's but I would tell you if you talk to those cardiologists, they would expect it. Oh, of course. You know because because yeah. we have, yeah. as you pointed out, yeah. we have seen this and worse. It's you know? almost standard. It's standard operating, operating procedure. procedure. It is no, among it, it really any is. hospital system. And, and that's one of the reasons, yep. you know, when you talk to groups, you know, whether they're leaving a, a group or they're leaving a hospital, I mean, that's one of the things that, that they're concerned about yep. is yep. that they're going to lose a number. And then when you're yep. leaving, the, the other end, right. the people are concerned about losing yeah. those, those patients. Well, it's escalated now to where the large health system is suing this private equity group stating that they took with them proprietary information to entice these patients to come with them, yet they're not telling them where they went. So the private equity group is filing a countersuit against that. That, that you don't even know where you are. How do you know that we took anything? That's yeah, right. yeah. That's right. well, yeah. Uh, that's, that's ugly. Well, hopefully my uh, biggest concern would be for that patient that gets exactly. just too pissed off exactly. and says, I'm just yep. not going to go to see anybody. That's right. You know, that's and, right. because you know, that's not, yeah. that's not the right answer yeah. either. Well, and, and again, you, you hit the nail on the head. When I read this article and of course, knowing these groups, it hit me that you've put the patient in the middle unjustly. You've possibly broken up continuity of care and that's going to affect the patient in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. And yet it's all about greed and money. You know, they're, let's they'll, face they'll, it, Doctor Martin. They'll deny it till yeah. the uh, till the cows come home. But but unfortunately, healthcare is a business, and even though there yeah. are some of us that yeah. aren't allowed to participate in that free capitalism that we're, we've right. restricted, right. the the groups that we're talking about, you know, the hospital groups, pharma, yeah. you know, groups yeah. and 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 insurance groups can participate in that. So that yeah. does become. They're, you know, they're, they have board of directors. A lot of them are, you know, they're publicly traded and that is the bottom line, Larry. I mean, it's, it's super sad. Now I, I would, I keep trying to remind myself that the individuals that actually make the, the trains run believe in taking care of the patients. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really what's important. Yeah. And I think what happened when we went away from hospitals that were run by providers that, you know, that were, that either they got training or they did the best they could as administrators. Yeah. Yeah. They still had that in mind. Right. And right. frankly, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it wasn't good for business. Yeah. But, no. it, but this, this current way yeah. isn't good for people. Yeah. Well, uh, 
Orlando, uh, the, the Orlando group that did this is claiming that this group, the new group that they went to, encouraged physicians uh, who left to breach employment contracts. And yet, on the other side, the docs are saying those employment contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on. Yeah, I don't. You know, I mean, I've I've got I've even got more information than I will say. (laughs) I know you you know a lot about this. Yeah, because I do. I I do talk to the physicians. I do talk to administrators. And and there's a there's there's a a detente that has to continue to occur because to be fair, that these these doctors use use the hospitals, and 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 they typically it's it's not like they're going to the other side. So I think you know, as time goes on, there'll be there'll be some some hurt feelings on both sides, yep. but but it'll all all kind of even out. And, and the thing is, this group just moved down the street, like you were talking about. Yeah, the doc went upstairs. Yeah, these people just moved a half a mile down the yeah. street. I think they've got multiple locations. And yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they are, are, but they're still going to be yeah, uh, yeah, they are they're admitting just, to the 100%, this hospital. Hundred percent. So yeah. so I'm also going to throw in the sense that that we don't we often say, you know, say we don't talk a lot about politics. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't talk a lot about media reporting either. That's right. Um, now that That's now right. that we are in some sense of the word, although I'm not buying in that we're part of the media. Yep. Um, it is the methods and the, yep. the, the, the conversations as I read these quotes and I know these people, I go, yeah, that doesn't really sound like that person. Yeah. So they can yep. take things out of context. True. And, True. and it, when you read this article, it's that kind of article. Yeah, because it's, you it's know sensitive. some of these yeah. people. I know yeah. all of them. Yeah, and, know all and, of them. And, 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 you and I have met yeah, with a couple yeah. of them that made the comments in the paper. Right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I think it, it's it's that's part of the deal. And I can tell you that that these folks and and a, a, lot, of, a lot of these folks actually break my rule of, you know, not being phys- – they are physicians right. that have gotten into leadership, and they're doing a great job. Yep. But I would feel confident that – not their entire story had not been told either. I agree, and so yep. Yep. so it is. It's it's just, it's hard. It's you know yeah. you know Larry. It's like any divorce. It is. You know, it's if, never going to be if nice. You both that's both right. people, the couple. Right. You know, you, 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 that's a great you, you analogy. Shouldn't, you Dr. shouldn't really Martin. take sides because you know there's there's fault on both sides, yep. Yep. and there's going to be right. happiness on that's both right. sides. That's so right. so I think we can we can move on from that. Yeah. But again, the last thing I just want to say about it is independent physicians, and if they moved out into a private equity group, they have now become an independent physician. Independent positions continually fight the pressures that the health systems put on in their local community. Oh yeah, yeah, they they do. You know that. And it, but the transitions from back into the independent world, or or yeah. just leaving, and yeah, they are, it's so difficult. And, and that's why they. That's like why this. we help them. Yeah, you know. yeah. But Doctor Mark, let's change subjects because I know that's kind of a downer subject, <laughs> and it does get your blood boiled a little bit if you're well, in the industry. Well, no, I mean, I think I think for me, it's just that yeah. knowing. Both sides, yeah, and and, yeah. and I have to tell you, Larry, these are, these are not just like strangers. You know, they're friends on That's both right. sides. They're friends, and and, yep. and I see the I can see how both are going to are going to win yep. here, and yep. it's all going to be okay. But at the same time, they got to get this. They got to yep. get this out. And when you have media wanting to print stuff in the paper that's, that's exactly right. what they're going to do that's right and whether they're in favor of one or the other exactly yeah. but you know the other thing for years you and i have heard horror stories about when physicians left whether a hospital or any group and went out on their own yeah it's, oh, it's oh yeah oh, always tough stories well we can, you know we can talk about i mean if we want to you know if we want to continue on this vein for for a couple of minutes yeah so okay. what this really sort of brings about is that conversation we haven't brought up in a long time and that's mm-hmm. the the non competes, right? Right. So, right. so you know, you've got got non competes, and and there is some 
some movement on the federal level yes. to exclude non-competes Absolutely. across the board. Absolutely. Right? And so yep. you talk a little bit about non-competes, yeah. just as yeah. definition. No. Well, you know, many times if you've been an employee of a hospital and you move, uh, you say, well, I'm going out and just start my own open practice. Normally there's a 25-mile radius that these people can't practice in. Well, yeah, I, and well, so, I, I think it's hard to say normally anymore because it's whatever is written well, in your it contract. Is, yeah, right? and, and 25 miles is kind of the standard. Right. So that makes that physician who sees all these patients in this community leave all those patients with a hospital, go up and almost start all over again. Right, and let me tell you just a very yeah. simple change that you can do in that contract. Okay. And if you say 25 miles, not from where my office was, but from where any office of that institution was. Exactly. So when you go to a place like Orlando that, that it they almost have, shuts you out of town. It no, it does yeah, shut it you does out of shut town. You out of actually town. Yeah. actually a dozen miles yeah. shuts you yeah. out of town. That's right. right. That's and right. so That's right. so that becomes an issue. Yeah. So and the idea behind this is that that the institution that employed you and, and we could, you could talk about this for an engineering firm. Mm-hmm. Or you could talk about this for any industry. Any industry. That's right. That's so right. they have invested time in teaching you how to do your thing, right? And with, right. with physicians and attorneys specifically, what it's about is your market share, right? Yep. It's about yep. taking your clients with you. That's right. And so there are lots of rules about not being able to take your clients or contact your clients. I mean, you know, when my yep. when my, my my car modification guy left – he wasn't allowed to tell me, right? right? That right, kind of stuff, right. and and that that's a sort of a different restriction. It is, but the uh, the covenant that the restrictive covenant that says you can't practice, yeah. well, you can argue that's an antitrust issue it's because you're telling me you, you, you yeah. can't make a living. That's right. And the argument back has always been that if this doctor existed in this system and is leaving this system but stays in the area. There was a need for that doctor. That's right. And so if you tell that doctor they can't practice, you are actually yeah. restricting impeding patients. their ability impeding. to make a living. Well, yeah. no, and well, the no, patient in, care. Yeah, yeah, the on, patient on the patient care, care yeah, side. That's right. That's so right. if there's a need for that type of yep. physician, you can fight it. Yep. But here's the problem, Larry. What does fighting it mean? Yeah. It means you need to put up a couple hundred thousand dollars right. of legal right. fees. And yep. while you're fighting, they can say, well, while we're going through this in yep. court, you can't practice. Yeah. And, so, I'm not, and I'm not going to get into any stories, but I can tell you a couple of instances where we've actually helped the physician negotiate their oh yeah. non-compete. Yeah. And it was very positive on both sides. It, it does, and it works yeah, out pretty right. much every time. The problem is it's, it feels a lot riskier than it is, and yeah. you and I yeah. can't look them in the eye and say there's a 100% chance that this isn't going to happen. Absolutely so. not. But, but anyway, yeah. that's, that's another topic yeah. we'll have to come back Absolutely. to. And when we come back, Dr. Mark, we're going to talk about some healthcare industry predictions for 2024. We'll which, be right believe back. it or not, it's is almost right here. around the quarter. We'll be right back, Larry. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. 
You found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios. Got a little wrap up the uh, evening here, Larry. Yeah. You wanted to talk about some of the top 10 healthcare industry predictions yeah. for 2024. And I mean, we're, as you said, when we were broke out of the last session, we are like in 2024 oh, yeah, for all practical here. purposes. Yeah. It is honest. There's not many working days left in 2023. <laughs> depending on who you work for, is, there right. may be none. That's it's right. crazy. But you know, the first one, Dr. Mark, is really on everybody's uh, top list. It's presidential candidates basically may go silent on health care for the next year until the November election of 2024. Well, I mean, do they... Are there a lot of disagreements at hand? I mean, are there a lot of things that they can really yeah. talk about? Yeah. And, I mean, it, it's... Well, but, the, but, the but, ACA is the big one. Right, but yeah. it's, it's become yeah. old news now, right? That's right. That's and right. so I'm that, right. I mean, we've, got, we've had a few presidents yeah. since Obama. Yeah. And uh, or I should say a couple, right? A few is probably yeah. not the right term. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, is what do voters want to hear about the most. That's they right. want to hear about the economy. That's right. They want to hear about jobs. And they, they want, want to hear about, about health National security. And national That's security. That's a big defense. issue. Yeah, the defense. Yep. Yep. So, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I, I yeah. believe it. There, I don't think health care is going to come off the yeah. table. I think it's going to be discussed. It, it's going to be discussed, but I think the, you know, the Ukrainian war, the Middle East, the Israel thing, the economy, the border issues. Oh. Uh, all that is going to take front and center over healthcare. Yeah, I mean it's going to it's yeah. it'll, it'll all be there. It'll all yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so now that uh, the, this this article has some uh, pretty pictures here. Were it those, does. Were, the, were those two yeah. on the? Uh, are those still part part of the final four? Uh, they are. Okay, there yep, you go. They are. Yeah. Well, I I really think that there's going to be. We'll see. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll put a button in that and we'll see we'll right. see how true it comes. The what's, next one what's is number two. Mega merge, mergers may come back. You know, during the pandemic, the big mergers kind of came to a screeching halt. Right. And now uh, they say that the activity is greater than ever. And the big one that's on the table right now is a rumor. We talked about it last week. Mm -hmm. Is Cigna selling their 600,000 Medicare beneficiaries to Humana? Right, right. I hope that does not happen, Dr. Mark. Well, it's interesting because it's not a big number. No. Okay. I mean, when we look at the number of MAs that are out there, so 600,000. And and so the idea is, is this going to create some type of yep. unfair monopoly type situation? Yep. And yep. I don't know, Larry. I mean, you, you tell me. Well, I mean, Humana already is the largest Medicare provider in the country. Right. They even just sold their commercial line yeah, so they, so they can focus on Medicare. Yeah. They don't even have Medicaid anymore. But that's going to be their argument, right? Their yeah. argument is going to be they're the only right. industry or they're the only one in the industry that yep. focus on this yep. only. So yep. so you can override, I mean, the DOJ could come back and say, we'll override that because it's good for the consumer. Yeah. But, and so but the, we'll see what but actually the happens. the naysayers are saying that it's clear antitrust. Yeah. Well, Monopolizing. I guess it'll, it'll depend yeah. on how good yeah, we'll each lawyer's, yeah. lawyer's yeah. side is. Yeah. You know, the third one, Dr. Mark, is we talk about all the time, Medicare Advantage growth will slow. And you know what? I don't agree with that nope. either. Nope. Because with 10,000 Medicare beneficiaries joining the rolls every day and 70 to 80% of them joining Medicare Advantage, how, can how do these happen? people think it's going to slow down? And, yeah. we, and we know that it's gonna, it, by, thir- by 2030, we're yeah. going to be either in an MA product yeah. or in an yeah. ACO. Right. And I don't, think, right. I don't think that patients join ACOs. Yep. You know, yep. groups take their patients to ACOs. Exactly. And so, I, yeah, I think the Medicare Advantage, people are just getting used to what it is and starting exactly. to believe in it. Yep. yep. So so I think that's uh, that's two out two out of the three that we're going to have to keep an eye on Two out of three that we don't there. agree with. Yep. That's right. The next in Dr. Markets talks about 
startups will be minimized, and there won't be very many. They'll be replaced with new ones, but not the kind of startups that we've seen in the past. I, I, you know, I guess, I guess I'd have to dig a lot deeper yeah. into that one. Well, so. the thing is, you're looking at three hundred billion dollars of new venture capital money moving into healthcare between now and June of next year. Right. There's a lot of capital and for startups if they want to do it. Right. See, yeah. I, I I would have to think that startups are going to continue to grow because there is a a report every week about a startup That's right. that gets gobbled up by one of the bigs That's right. for an enormous amount of money. In a and, matter of a couple of years. Yeah. And so now right. now That's that right. we have all these businesses that are not healthcare businesses getting into the healthcare yeah, business, yeah, yeah. they're looking to go to healthcare startups yeah. that that have a methodology yeah. that makes sense, yeah, yeah. and they're willing to pay for that. That's right. And, and the biggest is technology and AI. Yep, that's yep. where all the money's right. going. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to say I don't know what what you look into to say how many startups there were, but I, I'm uh, I think we're we're looking at uh, three out of four no's so far. Yeah. All right. See what's what's number five, Larry. Uh, number five is uh, the legality that's happening in healthcare. Uh, you know, it's they they're trying to turn everything into racism, and they feel like that's going to be minimized again during uh, twenty twenty four. Okay. Okay. All right. And, so, is, and, uh, you are, know, are we talking about social determinants of health? Yeah, or we, we really are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we really are. That, that's going to be a big deal. Okay. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'll, 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 I'll have to. I'll, I would definitely agree agree yeah, with that. Yeah. I think. I think that's going to be talked about if healthcare yeah. is indeed talked about in the elections. Yeah. I think the focus on on access to healthcare um, is going to be a big part of that. Yep. So yep. Uh, I would think that 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 would continue, yep. and hope that that continues to be part of. And this again, subject. we've made social determinants of health and mental health. Uh, what is it, PQH9 and those yep. kind of things, mm-hmm. we made that part of our embedded clinical care program. Yeah, and I think all yep. all yep. organizations, I don't I don't think, like we're talking about these startups, you yep. know, we're talking about yep. the big hop, yep. they're, all the organizations are looking to improve that mm-hmm. and and because it, it, it makes good sense. It it helps people and it helps the community, So and, and it saves dollars. Yep. So it's really a, a win yep. all the way around. So yep. I, I would think that that will continue yep. to improve. And this is something you can really talk about because you've got medical students graduating into practice. Clinical morale, they say, may take a hit in 2024. And it's because you're overworked and underpaid, let's face it. Yeah, well, I think yep. that, that the we can point at the pandemic as being a contributor, yep. but yep. I think that we were well on our way having a bit of a, a, a crisis for providers. Well, we already had a crisis with nurses even before the pandemic. Right, right. Yeah. And when you looked at burnout rates and suicide rates among providers, it was at a all-time yeah. high. Yeah. So the pandemic certainly is going to help that. Yeah. And now we've yeah. got, you know, what did what the pandemic did do is it got people to retire earlier, right. which put a stress on the workforce. Right. I mean, right. and this is through this is through all levels. Right. And we haven't recovered from that. So there's going to be a period of time while the workforce is built that that the people that are still working are working harder. And so, yeah, I think clinical morale is going to be a big problem. But there was one statement in there that I want you to elaborate on because you're certainly qualified to do this. It said academic medical centers are in full-on workforce crisis mode. What does that mean, Dr. Mark? So the academic centers are the are the groups like the the universities that have medical schools and their medical school faculty are practicing physicians. Okay. So they have what's called a, a practice plan. Right. And so that practice plan can go a long way to fund 
the medical school. So you fund the medical okay. schools okay. through through research and through actual clinical delivery. The problem is when you hire somebody that's going to be in that position, you say, okay, well, you're going to do 30% teaching, 10% right. research. Yeah. And so now the amount of time you're working clinically goes down. Are your so, students in that mode too? Or? Well, not, not the students. We're talking okay. the faculty. Okay. So, oh, the faculty. So now that's right. FSU okay. does not have that kind of practice UCF plan. does. UCF does. They do, yeah, because yeah. we work with right. their health centers right. and their docs practice at the health center. They do research yep. and they teach. Right. Yeah. So so at the big centers mm-hmm. that, that have, a, have had a long history of this, what they're seeing, like UCF has continued to grow because they started yeah. at zero, right? That's right. So, that's but right. the big yeah. centers have seen a shrinkage because people are like, and this started, actually this started really in the late 90s, Larry, okay. where the academics, because okay. it used to be that you, you got paid a salary yep. and you taught, you did research and you did your, and you saw you patients. Saw patients. Yeah, that's right. And nobody that's was really looking at how much money you were making right. because your teaching and research yep. had a balance there. That's right. Well, then the research is funded if they're NIH grants or any that's other right. kind of grants. Right. So they look at that and they'll say, okay, well, you know, that's a buffer that, that you've earned. Okay. And, but, but then they came through and said, well, you're not billing. Like when a resident does a procedure and you're there, you know, you're, you should bill for that mm-hmm. procedure. And so, and you have to be there. Yeah. So we need to make sure that we're doing that. So they really put the uh, pressure on clinicians to make sure that they Mm -hmm. were billing enough. Mm -hmm. So that's when it all changed late nineties. And they said, okay, now guess what? You get to do research, you get to teach, but you need to do as much work as the doctor down the street that doesn't do those things. If you're going to get your funding. Yes. yes. I got you. Well, let me ask you this. And and I may be putting you on the, on the, on the spot, on the spot here. Uh, That's never happened. UCF. I know UCF's got a couple of practicing centers UCF Medical Clinics. Yes. Do you see FSU going in that model down the road, Dr. Mark? Well, the difference is FSU, we we have these campuses throughout the state, right? Mm -hmm. So we have six campuses. Right. And so to go in and do that, we would really be slapping our partners in the face. Now, if we have some partners that want to grow with us, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So I don't see us starting anything all by ourselves. Okay. But I see as okay. possibly Maybe partnering. Some kind of yeah. A joint yeah. I hope, I hope none of my bosses are listening because yeah. I'm probably not allowed to talk about it. But I mean, this yeah. really, it would be great for yeah. the independent world to get some of those docs. Sure, sure, sure. You know, practicing you know, and keep them in the community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it, yeah. w- it really would be. But but when they have these practice groups, and I think that's one of UCF's yeah. challenges, yeah. is there's already so many practice plans yeah. in Orlando. And their two clinics are just busting at the seams. Right. Right. They are growing like mad. Yep. And they're part of our IPA. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. You know. Yep. No, it's very interesting. Interesting, yep. interesting conversation. You know, it's all about access to patient care. Right. And doing things like that drives access. Absolutely. Yep. No, absolutely. Yep. Yep. And to be fair, the competitors are hospital systems. And right. the hospital That's systems right. Right. are always going to have an upper hand because right. you need the hospital system. That's right. And there are three hospital systems yep. that we yep. work with, right? right. So right. so you can have a practice plan. But the involvement with the hospital system is, is really the, right, the question. Right, and, and each right. of the hospital systems, yeah. uh, two, two out of three, have significant physician groups. Right. And so, right. so that, that, those are your competitors. Yeah. Dr. Martin, let me hit on a couple at one time here because we're going to run out of time today. The, the product Ozempic yes. is say it's going to grow dramatically in yep. this country, and it already has. It's yeah. being used for much more than just diabetes. Right, because you've got Manjaro now. everything. Yeah, yeah, Manjaro, and Manjaro yeah, yeah, yeah. and those. Well, it's the same. I mean, it's the same yeah, drug. Same yeah, same type yeah. of product, yeah. And then the other thing is, and I know you see this, better diagnostics, better clinical tools, better diagnostic tools, 
using AI and all the other things that we got going on in healthcare today. I mean, that just happens every year. Yeah. I mean, that that's what healthcare is. Healthcare is is a is a science um, that has business attached, like like any other science. Yeah. And we continue to see the things. AI is popular to talk yeah. about. I don't know that that's going to be like the number one driver, okay. but certainly. So, certainly one of the most unique and newest drivers. Right. But yeah, we're we're yeah. definitely going to see yeah. technology yeah. continue. And but but as as they say in, in this article, the question is, how does it get paid for? Right. Exactly. And and we have to. That's the same struggle yeah. that we always have. But yeah. but Larry, the way I look at it is on that business side, mm-hmm. if dollars go out to pay for that, that yeah. therapy or whatever, whatever the procedure or whatever it is and it helps the patient, are we saving money on the back end? Right. And, and that's sort of the mystery of, of uh, the cost of health care. Yeah. When, you know, uh, coming into 2024, you got some significant things that we'll talk about next week that Microsoft and Apple are doing. Right. Some of the big tech companies. Mm-hmm. But then you've also got this whole infusion of retail health care, Dr. Mark, which is really going to provide tremendous access. Absolutely. To, absolutely. to people. All right. Another good day, Larry. Good conversation. We'll catch you next week. All right. See you then. Thank you for joining us today on Healthcare Now. To find the answers you are looking for or have a question, you can reach Larry and Dr. Mark by emailing your questions and comments to follow us at healthcarenow.us. And we'll continue our discussion same time next week on navigating our complex healthcare system on Healthcare Now. On Healthcare Now. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.